Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. It is the final week of the regular season. Who stays and goes to the playoffs and who sits on their couch watching the playoffs and eating potato chips for the rest of the winter? We are about to find out. And we are about to try to finish the season strong here on the Sunday car. Dan Zampano, Matty Ice, Matty C, Matt Silberth, our esteemed producer, Lemon Pepper Lou Paracone on the producer Mike. Before we get into anything, obviously, we have to address what happened on Monday night and what happened with Damar Hamlin. Uh, this has thrown not just the season into kind of chaos, but has kind of shaken everybody up. Obviously, our thoughts and prayers are with Damar Hamlin. That was one of the scariest situations I've ever seen. Uh, I know neither of you guys played, but I can't imagine it's any different being on the field. I can't imagine a teammate like that having something go through that. So that was extremely scary. But obviously, it's positive that he is doing much better. We hope that he is able to pull through and our prayers are with him. That being said, the season still goes on. So we are going to try to make this as fun as possible and go through the rest of the show and the rest of the season as we explore and get through the board this week here. So we will continue in our thoughts and prayers with Damar Hamlin. It is week 18, Maddie. We did not do good in week 17. It was obviously kind of, you know, just maybe overthought a few things. Really, obviously our, our Bills pick is, is canceled out. Lewis's Bengals pick of bet the narrative is canceled out, so we won't count that. But we both finished one and three. And not ideal, and barely by the skin of our chinny chin chins on both of the wins. So, this week going into it is probably the hardest week of the season to bet. What say you? First, I would like to say the Houston Texans are reshadow banned. First, first and foremost, Correct. I want to get ahead of that. Um, but yeah, this one is again. The amount of people that are going to be sitting starters, we don't even really know. As we're looking through this research now, I'm, you know, it, basically every single game, I'm having to do research on who's starting at quarterback this week, who is who is intent, you know, who's sitting this week for you know like eighty percent of these games because very few of them have have some you know playoff meaning left in them. So it's it's a hard balance. Um, it's a hard dance. We're gonna have to do the tango, do the salsa around this board, but. We will see if we can finish on a high note. Well, let's take a look at the review real quick. Obviously, we went one and three. Exciting ways to win. Fun ways to win. It's just nothing else worked. That's the only problem. Very exciting for you with Pittsburgh on, on Sunday Night Football and Kenny Pickett doing it again with the comeback. A ridiculous pass, by the way, to Najee Harris to win the game. That was unbelievable. I feel good about it because I got my over seven and a half ticket cashed. I mean, kind of a little bit of a win-win. Just nothing really else working out, and you can go through it if you want. Yeah, Pittsburgh, Kenny, back-to-back weeks of just awesome, awesome performance. We still keep the ball rolling on our, again, number one picks. That was my number one pick last week. Uh We'll have to do a season recap. I think our number one picks have been pretty on fire this year again. Chicago, dead dog. I mean, they're just – they they're they're giving up in the second half of the game. They they want the draft pick. They're very clearly like feels like they're trying the first half and then they just tuck tail the rest of the game. So they they they're we got Nathan Peterman this week, so they're off the board for sure. Uh the Jets should have listened to Lou. Should have listened to Lou <laughs> on the Jets. 
Uh, Mike White, not the answer. Very, very typical, typical Jets stuff there. And then we said the Texans are reached out of it. No question. No question. By the way, just looking quickly through it, I believe you're 10 and 2 in your last 12 number one picks. So just quickly running through it. Pretty, Pretty good. freaking good. Pretty so good. love that. Uh, I get Arizona w- losing at the buzzer, but winning plus three <laughs> against, uh, against Atlanta. So I feel good about that. But Rams, total dud. I mean, tried to stay in it, but just complete and total dud. Um, Chargers are playing really good football. Got to give them credit. Defensively, they're playing really well. We talked about Houston being shadow banned, but I'm gonna let you have. I'm gonna let you spank me around here. I, I got too cute with Carson once. I, I just did, and I, I deserve it. I deserve it. Just a silly, silly boy, Dan. You're a silly boy. It's not 2017. It is not, or whatever, 2018, whatever it was. Uh, the man's bad at football. The man's bad at football, and um, he has been benched again this week. So yes. uh, we can put it on. Uh, on the record books, Zach Wilson and Carson Wentz benched twice this year. <laughs> both benched, both benched twice. That's hard to do. That's oh, yeah. hard to do. <laughs> you have to be pretty bad to do that. Amari Cooper just cooked on Washington and Carson just kept giving him the ball. I tried to dance with him one last time and um, slipped on my way to the dance floor and, and kind of had to go to the hospital. The last so, dance with Mary Jean. The <laughs> One more time to kill the pain, my friend. We must <laughs> somehow. So one and three, obviously, Lewis, you're voided on the Bengals pick. Uh, you remain at 12, 12 and one. Tough to see the Jets. Tough to see the Jets go down this week. huh? I mean, I, you know, we had some hope there and Seattle no. just ruined. No, no OK, no. never mind. No, Not really. <laughs> you guys got your hopes up. I, I knew. I knew. The, the fact that I didn't even. We didn't mention on the podcast, like Geno Smith revenge factor. The fact that that didn't even enter my brain until kickoff happened. I went, Oh, I think there was like a graphic before he had a Geno. I'm just like, shoot, (laughs) this is, this is not going to go well. Yeah. Very true. Very true. That just should have been blinking red lights for us, but it wasn't. So Lou stays at 12, 12 and one Maddie, um, down to 50, 34 and three. If that, you can say down to that, it's pretty good. 57%. I am down to 47, 35, and 5, 54%. So we've done good. Magic money line parlay does count, unfortunately, Matt. Um, lost it with the Rams. Uh, Pittsburgh was beautiful, but it just feels like – I mean, are you looking at it this week and saying we're going for the gusto here, or are we going to talk about it? I, I mean, we have to. It's got to be a full send Hail Mary. But, I, again, I think I was looking back. I, I don't. I didn't really have – you know, I had Pittsburgh. Uh, Pittsburgh was outright. And then I think there was only one other outright dog last week. So it, yeah. it was just, it was not even potential for, for the dog. So again, someone covered, I could add Seattle again. If I, if I was on the other side of that Seattle plus one and a half was a dog that won outright. Um, gosh, I kick myself. Cause it, it was new Orleans. The fact that neither of us picked new Orleans, that was, oh. a, that was the sharp play of the week. That wasn't there at all. Uh, Cleveland would have been another really short one that did win outright. Um, but there were only three out three dogs that went out last week. Yeah. So again, it was it's it's tough sledding. Amazing how we didn't even think about the Saints. We didn't um, touch it. No, we didn't touch it. And but we did get our answer on Green Bay and and the Vikings and all that, which I 
feel pretty good about now going into the playoffs and how that's all going to work out. Very exciting game on Sunday night. However, we both are one and three. Again, tied again. But you still have that three-game lead. So, for week 18, I bend the knee to you, my friend. Pick or punt. Um, I, I, I'll pick again. Why not? I just I like to just go first, get these off the table. And again, uh, we, we might have said a little bit at the top of the show, but we were talking a little before, is that this is, again, a tough week. Tough week to pick games. You get Throwing out a lot of DVOA, not, not diving into stats. This is feel, and this is what we are trying to do, is get into more of the mind of a gambler instead of a football mind. And we want to know what side the book is trying to be on. What is what is the book trying to bait the public into? What are they trying to uh, you know, get them on the side of? And usually it's teams that have a reason to make the playoffs or for some seating or something like that. And so the public will naturally say, well, they're, they, they have everything to play for. They're, they want to get the playoffs. They are going to play out of their minds. Well, what also comes with that is pressure, uh, decision-making maybe breaks down. Maybe it's, uh, you know, again, just mental pressure in-game, harder decisions. Decisions become harder. They become more, you know. Uh, desperation. Desperation, desperation. Mic- under a microscope. Versus everybody's playing a divisional opponent this week. The way the NFL set this up, everybody is playing a divisional opponent these guys play two times a year. They would love nothing more than to keep this team out of the playoffs and to not have to hear, uh, you know, just watch them down the stretch run. And I just don't think that there's anybody. You could call this like, you could call this a bet the narrative because this is the one I see classic, classic, classic time for the Dallas Cowboys to lose <laughs> outright with a chance to try and gain the one seed. Give me the Washington Commanders without Carson Wentz because he has been benched. This was, I wrote this down immediately. Had to do a search. We've got the rookie Sam Howell starting this week. Yes, we do. Uh, so again, guy with no tape. We love a rookie quarterback. We are definitely getting some free points here. Seven and a half is way too much for a home team um, here going against Dallas, who is a team that, again, it's just notorious about choking in big spots, going into the playoffs, in the playoffs, everything like that. So. I'm not going to dig into it too much further. Uh, Again, I don't know what Ron Rivera is doing last week, taking Heineke out and putting Wentz in. Madness. But now we're going to Sam Howell here because, again, they spent draft capital on this kid. He hasn't played all year. We've been going back and forth to, like, bad quarterback and mediocre quarterback. We might as well see what we invested some draft capital in with Sam Howell here at the end of the – you know, again, might be a tough script for him to come in against a good pass rush defense. Uh, But, again, I think the Cowboys secondary outside of Trayvon Diggs selling out to try and intercept everything. Uh, is susceptible to getting beat a little bit. So then again, seven and a half just feels like too many points here, but I will absolutely sprinkle a little on the money line because they have all the motivation to keep Dallas away from the one seed if the Eagles were to lose their game. I love that reasoning. Wasn't this the bad beat of like the year last time? Something happened in this matchup when they played in Dallas uh, or something. Maybe that was a different Washington game. But I thought there might have been a. I don't. I can't remember what what the the outcome of the last game was, but um, I love it. It's my number five pick too. I, we're mind melding, and of course, you know, right on track. There we go. So Washington plus seven and a half. I I actually took it at five and a half, thinking okay, they'll put Heineke back, and then they moved it back to seven and a half with Sam Howell. And I'll say something about Sam Howell. In the preseason, Sam Howell was the best rookie quarterback I saw. He was really good. He really was in the preseason. I get it. That's what it is. But I think Sam Howell is fearless. He has kind of that 
you know, not necessarily the Baker Mayfield skill. I think he actually has a better deep ball and, you know, has a rocket arm and can really move really well. But he has that Baker Mayfield fearlessness, I think, that uh, he's going to go out there and throw uh, and throw it down the field against a team that doesn't defend the pass real. And here's just a fun little stat slash trend for you. How about Ron Rivera in revenge games? Ron Rivera in games in which he lost to that team earlier in the season, 36 and 21 against the spread. Pretty good. Pretty good. So, I like. yes, you do. And I'll tell you something else. If you're betting Washington, which you are, it's also a bet on Philly winning earlier in the day. Because if Philly wins earlier in the day, Dallas has to be scoreboard watching. They, they got to rest people. There's no point. I mean, they know who they're playing if Philly wins. Philly's a 14-point favorite against the Giants. If they win the game, Giants are going to be sitting guys. Dallas is probably going to sit guys in the second half, more than likely. Um, and you'll see Cooper Rush. I also see this as a sharp play. 52% of the bets are on Dallas, 74% of the money on Washington. I'm right there, all over it. I love it, Matt. Washington plus seven and a half. Yeah, that's great. I wasn't even thinking about the timing of the fact that um, uh, that it's earlier on. Oh, well, again, okay. So they are playing at the same time. It's both. Oh, they are four. playing. All right. Yeah, so they it, might it be is, it, still scoreboard watching. I think they did do right again because that is such a drastic uh, spread in that game. Philly is very heavily favored. Obviously, trying to lock up the ones he after losing these past two weeks. So um, I think they did outside of a couple dumb things where the NFL scheduled. You know, uh, obviously the night game has playoff meaning that can be impacted by earlier games. But I think they did do a decent job of trying to line up, um, you know, impacting any games with, with meaning for playoffs. Yeah, they did that. I hate the idea of these Saturday games. I mean, I don't I, – I know. You know, they have to do these Saturday games. Like, we want all the drama on that final Sunday. Like, it takes so much out of it knowing Jacksonville and Tennessee are going to play on Saturday. That's so boring to me. Kansas City, like, we'll know what they've done on Saturday. So – you know, that'll make things different. And God only knows what's going on with Washington, with Buffalo and Cincinnati. So, I mean, we really don't know. But, um, yeah, no, I like this game. I think this is a good game, and I, I like it for our number five. Good start, Maddie. Let's keep it rolling at number four. We might just – I feel like we could just mind meld this the whole right way through. The there's, there's a chance because, again, I think we can see – we can see where the books want us to – the books want the public on one side, and we're going to try and go on the other side. And, God, the books – and the, the public's been getting fat. We love taking a, a fat cat that the public has been getting <laughs> fat on. And, and you're going to give me my favorite head coach as an underdog? My second favorite head coach as an underdog? Second favorite head coach? I, yeah. I, I think I just say that every week between Tomlin. But this one's Mike Vrabel. Vrabel this week is my favorite underdog. Plus six and a half points against the Jacksonville Jaguars, who, again, have been fantastic. They've been playing great. Uh, I mean, again, we are high on them at the beginning of the year. I believe you have a AFC South divisional ticket on them. Uh, so you are hoping to cash that at like a plus 700, plus 750 number, if I can remember correctly. Um, nice. Pretty, pretty big odds. So, but again, Vrabel has a dog here, plus six and a half. Um, they had been super, super injured recently. Uh, there's a chance a couple guys like Danico Autry are going to come back and uh, and a few players are going to play because again, as, as dead as they are without, you know, their quarterback is out. Uh, it's it's going to be, again, Malik Willis. Um, it's not, it's going to be Josh Dobbs now. Josh Josh Dobbs. Dobbs, Okay. Um, played last week. So, right. So again, I know that Jacksonville's been rolling and they're getting hot, but it's still the Jacksonville Jaguars and it's six and a half points in a divisional matchup. When we always take a team, 
above three points in an AFC South divisional matchup. It's it's been the staple all year and it's worked borderline all year, except for last week. So we're gonna try has. we're gonna try it works with teams that are not shadow banned. So only uh, the teams that are not shadow banned. Yeah, I mean I, I don't see why you wouldn't do this. You know, I don't see why you wouldn't do this. It's the power of Mike Brabel. You know what I mean? I mean, so it's a good pick. I like it. Um, it's not my number four pick. Uh, I would say that. And, you know, it's it's definitely one where you kind of can lean in on it. Uh, Dobbs kind of makes me a little nervous considering how bad he was last week. Uh, you know, and Jacksonville's at home. Dougie P has done well uh, late in the season. That's one of the things that he's done really, really well. And he's done well coming off of – in fact, I think I saw a stat. If Doug Peterson had won four games in a row, he's 10-3 and three in the next game, something like that, at least four in a row. So he's good in these positions. But you're right, Vrabel, this is a tight one. This is tight because you're giving, you're getting that. The hook is weird. The hook well, to I, me is weird. I was going to say it is actually down to six now. So uh, oh, you know, okay. I, I guess it's down to six. But, again, I, I Mike Vrabel, I was looking – I was trying to find a quick – 21, 9 and 1 against the spread of a dog or three or more in his career yeah. with the Titans. It's, no. it's, it hits it 70% of the time. It might not always hit, but you're just going to take this game and more often than not, it's going to work out for you. Tom one esque. No question. Tom one esque. Uh, my number four, I'm going to a game that doesn't matter. Uh, I'm going to two teams that, that doesn't, and I'm doing it. I like these games. I want to see teams finish strong. Finish strong. I want to see the number one pass DVOA offense versus the number one pass DVOA defense this week. You know what that game is? Oh man, it's not. It can't. Tampa is up there for pass offense, but they Atlanta can't be the number one pass defense. Number uh, one oh. pass DVOA offense versus number one pass DVOA defense. That's gotta be. Da, 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 da. I don't know. I can't. Find, oh, Kansas City, Kansas City, Vegas. No, no, no. Number one defense, Jets in Miami. That game kind of matters. No, nope. right, go ahead. That would be the Carolina Panthers versus the New Orleans Saints. Can you believe that? Can you believe that? Who's number one passing offense? Number Carolina. one pass DVOA offense is the Carolina Panthers. Over the last, is it over the last four weeks? I might have that stat wrong, but it it versus the number one pass DVOA defense in New Orleans. Uh that was what I saw up there. And just reading about that, I was stunned by that. I could not believe what I was what I was reading. So, and I'll double check it just to make sure because I'm I'm almost positive that's exactly what I read. So, but this is that matchup, and that's the weirdest stat I've ever seen. So, with that being the case, I mean, we talk about it all the time. We talk about just divisional home dogs, or I'm sorry, divisional dogs, and Carolina is that this week, and Carolina's just better. They're just flat out better. And I'm just making sure that that's, that's the case. Yeah, that is the case right now. League's number one pass DVOA offense right now is Carolina Panthers with Sam Darnold. Uh, and the league's number one pass defense is uh, is New Orleans. How crazy is that? However, uh, Carolina is better. Their defense can handle New Orleans. New Orleans, uh, with Andy Dalton, had a great win last week. And it's great that they won that game against the Eagles. I think it's the perfect time to fade them, even though they're at home. I don't think they've really been a good home team since Sean Payton has left. Um, Carolina's coming off the loss, so I think they, again, want to finish strong. Uh, 
21st in the NFL in red zone offense is the New Orleans Saints as well. Their offense just isn't very good. Um, they're tied for 25th in yards per carry. Carolina is 11th in that category on defense. They are the 31st ranked turnover differential. They're minus 12. And Carolina, in the first game they played, had 145 yards rushing against them. They gave up almost four, they gave like 400 yards of offense, and Carolina got 145 yards on the ground and somehow still won. Um, and they're much better now at running the football. They've established a run so much better. Carolina is just the better football team. I like the Panthers. I like them to win outright. Carolina plus three and a half in New Orleans. Yeah, I mean, you're going to one that is that is truly, truly, you know, no meet, no, no meeting in this game except no, again, just maybe some pride. But again, what like you know, you got to think there's maybe well, are both these coaches kind of playing for a job? I mean, you know, Steve Wilkes that that is an open position, so he's trying to make his best case that he can stay in as not just the interim head coach. And then the Saints, I don't know if they're they're wondering what they're doing on the other side of the ball, like if they're going to fire. Obviously, we're just one year removed from Sean Payton, but. I don't know if they'd be willing to move on from, from, you know, their head coach. So uh, definitely could see a little more motivation though. Steve Wilkes trying to try to put his best uh, performance out there to try and keep this head coaching job for next year. How uh, that blew me away when I read that blew me so away. I, that, again, that is, so that is past four weeks, right? Cause I just look Carolina's 24th season long. Or that must be, that must long. be past four weeks because it, 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 let me just make sure that that's the case. Because it's as far according to football outsiders, they're they're 26 on the season. So, but again, I know that they have had a ton of success over the past, you know, month, six weeks. Could maybe it's it could be since Matt Rule's firing, even. I think it uh, is as far as that. Um, but season long, it's like I just the early part of the season and and the PJ Walker days, there's there's the big Rayfield days. There's no way that they're that they passing DVOA. Interesting. I mean, I think it is the last four weeks of the season. I must have been typed out wrong, but it. That's what they are. So it's crazy to me. But uh, again, regardless, they're a, they've been passing the ball great. They've been running the ball very effectively against the Saints defense. That is good, but the Saints offense is not. So uh, I'm going to take Carolina to win. Okay. All right. Um, so moving on to number three here. Again, this this is just such a weird week and just trying to sift through the sand. But I know they did you wrong last week, but. I still think, I still think Sean McVay and just Baker Mayfield are just a oh. dynamic duo that could go up against, go up against Geno Smith and Pete Carroll, going up there to the, the Pacific Northwest and try and take them down and, and keep them from you know keeping their playoff hopes alive. Obviously, except they need uh, they need the Lions to beat the Packers at night um, in that one, but I, I can see that. I, I would like to think about the Rams winning that game and leaving us to Sunday night football with the last playoff spot in the line. So I am going to take it for not only, you know, the hope of having that great, great, great Sunday night storyline of, of Lions Packers for the last spot. But just again, Sean McVay is a guy it, talk about coaches that might mail it in that might not show up and give it all. I, I just don't see McVay as being one of those guys. I think he's going to, he's going to try and care the whole way. So uh, plus six and a half in the division. Uh, I believe also uh, McVay has had quite a bit of success against Carroll. Uh, I think we had that earlier in the season that he has done really well against Seattle. There's, there's always somebody owns somebody in, in these NFC West games. There's not really a lot of 
50 percent against each coaches like one you know there's always like a very lopsided matchup in these in, in the coaching uh in the nfc west so um i will take mcveigh it is also i believe it is a sharp play uh with them getting a little bit more of the money i'm worried it's getting a little almost public doggy 65 percent of the tickets on the rams 95 percent of the money a lot of money on the rams hmm. um but again, six and a half points for Seattle feels like way too much for a, a defense that's really not that good. And then Cam Akers is like running the ball. You know, again, they're they're running the ball well in with for the Rams the past few weeks now. Maybe not last week. Again, last week was they were about dead as a door now. But I, I don't know what happened. But I still think I think that that's even more reason for McVay to come out fired up. Um, he he's just not it, the the quotes coming out about him being so disappointed in this season and feeling like a failure. And like maybe wishing he took like a TV contract. Uh, like, I think he's going to come out strong this final week. I'd, it's hard for me to, to look at the Rams anymore. I think I, I think I kind of overstayed my welcome with them, uh, having bet them the last couple of weeks and having some general success. Um, but I don't know. I, I think this team is so up and down and really not sure who's playing, who's going, who's coming. Like, I'm just, I'm lost with them. Seattle has a ton to play for, yes, and I know we're not supposed to go off of that. Six and a half does seem like a pretty high number, um, but I think they got back to business last week against the Jets. They didn't play particularly well offensively last week, and that was. But again, that was a good Jets defense. Just couldn't get anything going on offense, so I'm not sure. But I can tell you this. Regardless of what the outcome of that game is, you know where I'll be on Sunday night. I'll be taking my number three pick, and I'll be taking the rally spot that Dan Campbell is going to put forward to his team and say, listen, fellas, even if we don't have anything to play for, you get to do something that we haven't had an opportunity to do in a long time, and that's knockout." Aaron Rodgers, the Green Bay Packers, out of the playoffs. So let's get out there and let's go bite some freaking kneecaps and let's do what we did last time. You remember this past year, Detroit had a game at home against the Packers in which they forced Aaron Rodgers into three red zone interceptions. That sparked the crazy run. Detroit was one and six. Back then, one and six, they are now seven and two in the last nine games. Unbelievable, unbelievable job. That's the game that sparked it. No question. Now, I'm not saying they're going to win the game. I think Aaron Rodgers definitely has a chance, but not just a chance, a good chance to win this game and exact revenge from that game. But I do think the Packers defense is still a major liability. They played much better against Justin Jefferson last week. But again, we go back. They held Justin Jefferson. They got him out of the game, and, and Kirk could do nothing. I'm sorry. That, that Vikings team is, again, overrated. You could rank the Lions in a power rating system. You could rank the Lions higher than the Vikings. They just are right now. They are. Offense is better. Defense is better. Played way better. So I, I like Detroit here. I like four and a half getting a good number against the Packers. I think it's too many, too much, uh, too big of a number. 53% of the bets are on the Packers. 99% of the money on the Lions. So it seems as if most of the sharp guys, and that's another thing you got to think about here. 
It's week 18. Most public people have tucked their tail between their legs weeks ago, early on in the in the uh, in the week, and really are not betting a lot of things until Saturday, Sunday. So this is sharp money. If, if you're looking at it on early in the week, the sharp money is going towards Detroit. I think they're right. I think they're on it, and they're getting Detroit above a key number of four. I like them. I like Detroit. No matter what Seattle does on Sunday. I think Detroit will keep it close against the Packers. Even in a loss, they'll keep it close. Detroit plus four and a half. Very interesting. Very interesting that you're going there, Danny. Uh, I just want to go back to my game just so I didn't sound like too too big yeah. an idiot. Uh, McVay is eight and four against Carroll after the week 13 game. Remember, that was the one where the defense has got all fired up when uh, Bobby Wagner, they, they, Seattle won it very last minute at Rams covered seven yes. and a half. So eight and four against Carroll. Again, just thinking back now to that game, how motivated the Rams were on defense. This game's going to be ugly. This game's going to be really ugly. They had a they had a lot. There's some brawls and some scuff ups in that game uh, between obviously obviously between DK Metcalf and Jalen Ramsey. Go figure. Yes. Two two very cool, calm, collected guys that keep their composure all the time. <laughs> um, but yes, back to that one. I mean, this is the game of the week, Dan. You're picking the game of the week. So this this one was it, hard for me to pick because again, I just I I can convince myself both ways in this one. It really it really is. So you don't think I'm going to pick the guy with my name? Are you kidding me? It's I know the guy who wants to bite kneecap. I know the guy that like, the team, the team that ever the hard knocks team of the year. I mean, how do you not? How do you not start the season with them with the hard knocks that gets us into football? Uh, well, you're in at the draft and the training camps and all that, but you know, got to end the year with the with the Lions and regular season. Group, so uh, all right, I can't I can't fight you just for fun, just for fun. Have a little, have a little. You know, we've made some good money. You're like we like. 13, 14 games over 500. Let's have some fun. Let's go Dan Camp. And again, that is, again, we keep talking about how ugly this week is. Cut, if you're betting this week, cut your unit size in half. If you've done well this yeah. season, if you've been listening to us, you've hopefully been doing well. Cut your units in half. I'm not going, I'm not going heavy this week by any means. I'm going to sprinkle, I'm going to sprinkle a couple of long shot dogs for some, you know, some crazy payouts, but I, I am not, I'm not going to be going heavy this week for sure. And I got that Lions uh, alternate. Uh, win total now. I'm good, baby. I love it. So might as well throw it all in on this. Love it. All right. We are on to number two. Number two. Rock and roll. Hit me with something juicy. And I know that me and you were both probably on it. Like we we were thrown to a loop before this uh, as we were getting ready to record the show. Uh, anybody who's been, been following lines all week, Denver, the Denver and Chargers line totally flip-flopped. Uh, again, I even, we haven't even seen a notification yet that Justin Herbert or whoever else is going to be sitting um, not that I've you know been checking Twitter, but it was Chargers minus three. And literally right as we started to record, Denver became minus two and a half. So I think we were both going to be on Denver. Uh, so we both got to kind of change and scramble here. And I, I think I am going to have to go with with an, an ugly one. And I hate going against against my guy, but it's not a rah-rah spot. It's just not things have been going maybe a little oh. too well for them, going a little too well for them. And I know Deshaun Watson still hasn't looked very good at all, but I just think it's the right spot for Cleveland to come up with a win here against Pittsburgh, catching two and a half under that dirt, you know, under that, that, that three. Mm. And I think a lot of public is going to be on Pittsburgh because of that. Uh, I, and I know I've been saying, do I, we've been saying for weeks now, we got the Tomlin over 500, 500 or better record. And that is all depending on this one here. And man, I, I, I got to go against my guy. It feels dirty. It feels uh, really dirty, but I think it's the right side 
Uh, 51% of the tickets on Pittsburgh, 66% of the money. I'm just trying to follow the money here. It's another one of those, these, you know, divisional games. These, this AFC North divisional games are always very hard fought. Uh, no love losses. They like to say, so I'm just going to hope that Cleveland can, can put together a performance on offense to Sean nine of 18 last week. Again, Amari Cooper had a great game, but Deshaun Watson, I think all the passes went to him. So uh, hopefully they can do that again. Cleveland plus two and a half. I got nothing much on this. Wow. This to me honestly feels like Houston last week. Houston won the week before. Cleveland won the week before against a game that they were underdogs in and they won. And now everybody's like, oh, Pittsburgh's now a favorite now. That's not a normal spot for them. They need to win to get in. Like, it's a pressure situation. You said it yourself. He's your favorite coach. Like, they love pressure. The Steelers love pressure. In my heart of hearts. In my heart of hearts. Flip me. Flip me. Flip them. Flip Flip me. I said I was going to ride Tom on the hallway. Flip it over. Let's go. Flip it over. Week 18. We're nuts. We're flipping. We're going for... Rah, rah, rally the troops. We got to get my perfect record, boy. My perfect non-losing record. Live tilts. Nothing like a live tilt. That was so dramatic. Oh, my God. Cut you you off just to flip the pick. I love that. Oh, the drama. This is what week 18 is all about. We start out with a bang. I I completely think that this is a sharps chasing exactly. Oh, we should bet the Texans. We should bet the Browns. Sometimes it's just not hard, you know? And last week it was Carson Wentz situation. It was, I fell into the trap. I said, you know, okay, like I'm going to bet Carson Wentz. He's, it's the right play. It's the sharp play, Washington. No, Carson Wentz is bad. You know, Houston, you know, good pick, good pick. They're playing Jacksonville, like blah, blah, blah. Jacksonville pulls him out. I think this could be a blowout because Pittsburgh is, Pittsburgh is prime ready to do this. I love what I've seen from Kenny Pickett. Even Kenny Pickett the last three, four weeks has like won all these games at the buzzer. Now, two and a half, sure, I get it. He covered that two and a half against the Raiders, beat the Ravens last week. Like, I don't know. I, I think this is a good spot for the Steelers that they might sneak in. No, you're right. And again, not to, I was just I, I did a search through my notes. And this is this is from week eight, so I haven't updated, have been able to update it for this one, but I do have a note from week eight. Stefanski is is the worst coach, the or sorry, the fourth least profitable coach in the last 20 years in his division. He is three and eleven against the spread against the AFC North. That is as of week eight. I have not gone through the following weeks, but again, 138th out of 141 coaches in the last 20 years in division. That also just hit me as you were talking. This has got to take Tomlin. Got to take Tomlin here. So, I mean, I think if I recall correctly, he beat the Ravens. So he covered that, and then he didn't cover against the Bengals. And and that was a game that I think we might have been on. So you could basically the same percentage. So Four and 12. Yeah, so there you go. So, I mean, I I love the Steelers here. I I think it's a good one. They're not my number two pick, though. So full disclosure, I have a predicament. I told Matt before this. I have a Patriots over eight and a half ticket, okay, which, I mean, I'm not even sure if I want it to cash because (laughs) I would think I'd rather at this point be done with this. But I also have a Steelers plus 240 ticket to make the playoffs. So I'm in a predicament here. So I'm heavy rooting for the Steelers. I'll root for the Patriots, but it won't be that sad. And I'm all over those New York Jets, Lewis. I'm all 
I'm really in. Oh, I'm really in, Lewis. I had to do it one last time for you, my friend. The Jets, nothing to play for. Now you can just relax and play the game against a team that is sliding faster than anybody I've seen. They are slipping and sliding down the slide. The Jets are minus one. This was plus one earlier in the week, so hopefully you got it. Jets are now minus one. I've seen minus one and a half still out up there now, so it's moving even faster. And Skylar Thompson's probably going to start here. Skylar Thompson, the same guy the Jets played how many ever many weeks ago it was when they knocked Teddy Bridgewater out of the game the first game. The same guy they beat 40 to 17. 40 they put up on the Skylar Thompson ball who, by the way, are not only without Tua, without Teddy Bridgewater, without Teron Armstead, they're now also without Xavier Howard, as it's going to sound like. And now Jalen Waddle has popped up on the injury report. So I think this is the death of the Miami Dolphins, which I said would happen. Nobody believed me. I'm going to I'm gonna pump my chest and beat my – and or pump my fist and beat my chest right now. I said Miami wouldn't make the playoffs. They're not going to make the playoffs. This is – Bobby Salah, Bobby Salami, let's get it out here. Cold cuts and everything. Down in Miami, nice weather, a little bit of vacation after a nice gangrene win. They stay down there for the next week, and they enjoy the offseason that they don't have to play in the playoffs, but they had a nice year. 54% of the bets are on the Dolphins. 95% of the money is on the Jets. J-E-T-S, get the Steelers to the playoffs. Yeah, no, I, I as as you're laying out the storyline, I'm like, well, A plus B must equal C. So if we want Steelers <laughs> in the playoffs, I was reading that play like Tony Romo over there. But um, yeah, again, we're we're both uh we're just like trading teams that did us wrong last week. So it's like I'm gonna take the Rams this week, you're gonna take the Jets, and and, and we'll just go from there and we'll just try and we will try and ride one last time uh with these with these ugly teams here in week 18. But you, you boys must be glutton for punishment. You got yeah, it. Lou, Lou wants nothing to do with this. This is go. It's okay. Yeah, whatever. Hey, week eighteen, crazy week. Go ahead. Hey, Lou, you're back to no expectations. You don't have no. Yeah, you know, there's no care. There's in the nothing world. to you're, play this, for. This got to be your favorite week. Of football. I haven't had any all year. <laughs> <laughs> you guys have forced me into this limbo where I had to believe it could happen. Uh, yeah, whatever, man. Whatever. Let's go Jets. I, yeah, I'm not going to not root for him, but, you know, it's... One of my favorite parts of the season was watching uh, the first Jets-Bills game when the Jets won, and Lou, Lou just refused to believe they were going to win until, like, 90 <laughs> seconds left. He goes, are we really going to win this game? And he was like, there's no way. <laughs> so good. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't, I, I, I couldn't believe it. I felt I slid out of my chair. I couldn't believe it. Come on. You, you got the gangrene green on right now. Like, you know, it's one last time. Yeah, well, good luck, Danny. <laughs> <laughs> good luck to you, my friend. Good luck to you. All right. Number one, Maddie, give me something good. Number one. All right. Something good. Again, tough week. Not a lot of teams playing for much here. It could, it, it, this game's really going to come down to how everything else goes earlier in the day. But, um, Dan, just, come on. Come on, Dan. It's the Green Bay Packers are going to get in the playoffs. Are you freaking kidding me? Are you kidding me? You don't think Aaron Rodgers in Lambeau, in the division, is going to just 
just rip the heart out of the Lions fans like one last time. One last. I will give it. You might cover this game. You might cover this Yeah. Game. There is a chance of four and a half. But the fact that that line stinks so bad, I, I'll take it. I'll, I'll lay it all through. I'll take up. The, I'll take six and a half if you wow. want. Wow. I mean, like, th- they are going to stomp their pretty little hearts out. And Dan Campbell's going to be crying in the press conference saying, we fought so hard. These guys, and I just, I, I love these guys, man. Man, I love these guys. These, these are a group of men, man, man. But Aaron Rodgers is absolutely going to take care of business here and get the Packers in the playoffs because they are one of the best offenses down, down these past five or six weeks. They're absolutely cruising. They have a little bit of a problem with their run defense, but I think that they are going to be fine. Jair Alexander's gridian from last week, stopping Justin Jefferson. He's going to, you know, be able to take care of Amon Ross St. Brown. Uh, yeah, I just backers here. This is just, this is, we've done this before. We've been here before. I've seen this movie. Wow. wow. I, I, I was not expecting a head to head in the last pick of the year. In the I last game of the regular season. In the the last... last game of the regular season. <laughs> you know, I wouldn't have it any other way. This is scaring the life out of me now. Uh, look, I agree with you. I think the Packers are, I'm not betting the money line. I'll tell you that. I agree with you. I think the Packers are going to win this game. I think the Packers are going to the playoffs. I do. They're just not going to win by four and a half points because he's going to rip their hearts out the last second. That's what's going to happen. He did it to the bears years ago. I've seen him do it like two or three times where he's just destroyed teams. But they, they, they're going to be down two and they only need a field goal, but they'll get a touchdown. I will kill somebody. That will, I will kill I'm telling you. I'm telling you right <laughs> if that now. happens, he will kill Ooh, not you look just – look at the crystal ball and tell me if you think I'm right because I think I'm right. He will not just kill the Lions, but he will kill every uh, sharp better in the world. <laughs> like bad every man. single one. He's a He's bad a man, Danny. Bad and mofo. I, but I will say this is out – of, out of my five picks, I have not bet this one yet because of that. Because I think if um, – if against if Detroit gets knocked out of uh, the playoffs before by 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 Seattle, if Seattle wins. Uh, this line will go down, I think, because I think they get public opinion. Or, or, or sorry, I shouldn't say. No, the Packers line might go up. So yeah, I actually, yeah, I would I, say I, that. Right, right, right. No, I'm, I'm thinking. But the you, other think if, if that... you if you if you like the Lions, I, either way, I think you got to wait a little bit on this game. I think you wait and see the clarity on this game and see where this line settles. I think that's why it's in this ugly area. You like the Rams. I like do. you like the Rams. So I so, should bet the Packers now. Yeah. So you're saying bet the Packers now because then if the Lions if the Lions uh if the Seahawks lose, all of a sudden the Lions now have a shot. Then the Lions, I feel like the number might go down. You know what I'm saying? Right, 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 right. So if you like the Rams, then yeah, bet the Packers now. That's what I would do. That's a good point. Yeah, I was getting lost in the math. But if you like the Seahawks, then yeah, definitely wait. Um, yeah, we're it's a head to head. You know, New Year thought we could just be nice and extend yeah. the olive branch and everything because you did this for your number one pick. You're going head to head and just being, you know, uh, late like you know, New Ebenezer Scrooge to me, you know, type of deal. And all I wanted to do was extend the olive branch with my number one pick. That's well, all I that wanted ma- to do. That makes sense because you got like the lovable goofball head coach, <laughs> Rosie Cheeks, 
But like, I'm going to take the bad man and the guys who like make the playoffs all the time. And that were like the NFC championship game last year. And all those things, so. Well, you know, now I don't feel so generous here, but I'm going to do it. I'm going to mind melt because you're a hundred percent right. I mean, how the, the frick are Tennessee six and a half point dogs against Jacksonville with Mike Rabel, the best coach. I mean, currently, currently, Mike Rabel has got to be top two or three best coaches in the league. No question. For sure. It's the power of Mike Rabel, right? They're on a six-game losing streak. They haven't won a game. They're 0-5-1 against the spread. I mean, they, they're getting killed every week. I mean, this is all that he's been trying to do is – I just need to get to this last game. If we can get to this last game, I can get us there. But we've been injured on defense the whole last half of the season. They put Josh Dobbs in last week and sat virtually all of their starters against the Cowboys. They literally didn't play anybody of importance. They didn't play Derrick Henry. They didn't play David Long. They didn't play Jeffrey Simmons, who's their best player on the team. Um, they, They had receivers out. They had tight ends out. They had offensive linemen out. They sat everyone so Josh Dobbs could at least get some time in. Now he's got nine days to prepare with this quarterback. He had four the last time he went out against Dallas. And guess what? Jacksonville, not a very good pass defense. They're the sixth worst pass defense in terms of drop back success rate. Plus, Henry is back to take the pressure off of the Tennessee offense. Yes, the Tennessee defense From the passing game, yes, it has not been good. However, they have been hurt. They have not been able to get pressure on the quarterback because of it. They were missing key starters last week, and they stopped the run. They do a very good job at stopping the run. They are number one in the league in rushing success rate on defense. They are number one in the league in in EPA per rush. And Jacksonville has the seventh highest early down run rate in the league against this Tennessee defense. This is where we can start throwing numbers in. This is a real playoff game. So Rabel, as a dog, like you mentioned, 21-9-1 against the spread of uh, as a dog of three points or more. I mean, what are we doing here? Don't forget, or should I say, remember the Titans. Let's go. This is it. Rally the troops. This is a Mike Rabel special they might. Even, I, I think they win this game. I think they win this game. I honestly do. I like them to win this game. I know Jacksonville. I have them on that on that ticket. This is the perfect hedge. Jacksonville. I believe Tennessee is like plus two thirty to win this game. I was gonna say you have you have a fantastic again. Like this should be. You you would think at this spot you're like ah, I'm only getting like a plus like one forty money line like a plus one thirty money line like I'm really gonna have to like even out where I'm going like. Put like, you know, put like a quarter, a quarter of whatever your Jacksonville bet is onto. I mean, you could even do even money, like whatever your Jacksonville bet's worth at plus 750. Just put even money on Titans at plus 240 and like you're gravy, baby. Like this is this is why you do all those futures and those crazy futures like that is Jacksonville. Sharp play, 51% of bets on the Titans, 99% of money on the Titans. I mean, like this is this is easily, easily. My number one play of the week. I love to hear it, Danny. I apologize that we have to be not <laughs> friends, not friends on Sunday, but on Saturday. Actually, again, I can't believe this game's on Saturday. It stinks. It's terrible. I get that it's like night game, whatever. But we can be friends on Saturday. There's, we're not going to disagree on Mike Fable. No, we ain't. Tell you that. I love this game. Tennessee plus six and a half. Okay. Leans, obviously. Um, 
Denver was in it, but yeah. obviously that gets taken out. I mean, they still haven't announced the fact that I, I, it's got to be Herbert, Eckler, Williams, Allen. They're got to be all sitting. I mean, I just can't imagine that this line just flips to Denver minus two and a half without that. So we may not even find out till tonight, maybe tomorrow, that that happens as we're recording here on Wednesday night. Um, so Denver's in it for me, but only at that plus three number. Do not take it now. It's too late. What do you think of this? I, and this is crazy, and it probably sounds really crazy, but I like it. Tune-up game for the 49ers. I, I like the 49ers on a big spread to blow out the Cardinals. I, I do. I, I know this line is big at 14 points. I, I don't know how much Arizona scores in this game. This could be a real blowout. So I like San Francisco. That's my lean. Yeah, I'm going to go the other uh, – the other – big spread game and I, I, I kind of want to take the Giants plus 14 because again I think yeah, I know obviously they got all that to but again in vision and if the Giants like we already talked about how bad the Giants are but it's all about the coaching like I know it's like yeah, the rest of their starters but it's like the Giants don't have good starters to begin with it's all about the coaching and just getting these guys up like maybe that motivation's not there as heavily for you know, for them in this in this game where they've clinched the playoffs, they're just trying to get ready. And, and again, with the idea of them potentially meeting in the playoffs for the down line, not wanting to show any show any of your hand. But at 14 points in the, in this game feels like way too much. And I I, I, can, I can respect the fact that last week really was your your last dance with the prom king. Yeah, no question, no question. Now I'm dancing with Kyle, the real the real king. You know, so um, the problem that I have with the Giants is that. Even though, yeah, they might be resting starters, and you might think, oh, Philly's desperate, Philly's desperate. The last time Philly played them, they killed them. And Jalen went off on them. And if Hurts has to play this week, which I think he probably will, uh, just to make sure that they win this game, they have to win this game. Otherwise, we could be looking at Philly in Tampa next week. And all of a sudden, they've got a real problem on their hands playing Tom Brady on two weeks rest. That scares me to death. So I, I I don't know. This one's tough. Maybe you throw a giant bone and just say money on and just say, you know what? God bless you. Like see if it see if you get a crazy upset. It's it's plus six ten and it it's already in. So plus six ten wow. is, is, is crazy. Wow. It's crazy for a divisional game between these two teams. I mean, it just I, I not even touching the spread, just again, I, I just just a money line play. So yeah. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, other than that, I hard to find anything. Again, I would think like this Kansas City Vegas game. Like, I kind of want to take Kansas City because this feels like Saturday snooze like fest Vegas. game. But Vegas, I feel like last week with Stidham and you know, like doing the whole thing. And I get that again. Kansas City doesn't usually cover these big games, but Vegas's pass defense is just the worst. It's like they don't they don't have to do anything special. Kansas City, they can just just run a go route and like it's you know their pass defense is horrible. So you put up. You put up 34 on a 49ers defense. That's saying something, man. I mean, I don't know. I, that might be a lean for me, honestly, in Vegas. I, I, yeah. I I'll this, think about that. This week stinks. So not a it does. It does. You got uh, Justin Fields out with for the uh, Bears. And I saw a plus eight. And I'm like, that looks interesting. And I find out Fields is out. I mean, that's tough. So I don't know. Uh, not a lot of leans here. You, you know who is starting in his place, right? Enlighten me. Nathan Peterman. Oh, then I'm definitely out. <laughs> <laughs> and about Dallas. Yeah, thank about. you. 
See you later, Vikings. We'll see you next week. We know what we're doing. Oh, can't um, wait. Can't wait. All right, specials under the weather. Uh, the reason why I like San Francisco so much is because I don't think Arizona is going to score, and I like the under. And the weather is involved here, under 40 and a half. Arizona has quit. They're done. They had their rally cry last week against Atlanta. They tried to win that game. They lost at the buzzer to Young Wei Koo uh, on the field goal. That was their last, you know, throw into the fire. They're, they're done. They've quit. This is a San Francisco team that needs to tune up their defense for this game, uh, which will be in a rainstorm all day long. So that'll be a rainstorm. Winds 10 to 15 miles per hour in a low 50s weather. San Francisco is having one of the most major two weeks of weather you could ever see, um, and Santa Clara is involved in that. It is a crazy, crazy amount of weather and amount of rain that they have had. There's going to be major flooding for the next two, three weeks. So I like the Arizona-San Francisco. Under's 40 and a half. It's very low. But uh, I still think that San Francisco handles business 24-3, 24-10, something around that. I like San Francisco. All right. Are you ready? Are you ready? I'm ready. This is it. I hope you're ready. Because I need it's a Hail Mary. Because I need help. I would like the three of us to pick our favorite dog. You're not allowed to pick Detroit. I would like the three of us to pick our favorite dog, and we are going to put it in, and we are going to make it a three-headed magic money line parlay. The Hail Mary of all Hail Marys. So I, I lose. I can see lose, lose, lose. Like, shit, I was ready for this. I got I to gotta find oh, somebody. I'm no, I'm, 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 I'm going to start it off. Okay, so again, the only one that you can't pick is Detroit because the only favorite I picked was the Packers. I'll, I'm going to take the easy route. I'm going to start off with the Tennessee Titans. I'm going to start oh, off with Mike Vrabel. I know. I, I'm going to take the easy one. I'm going to take the easy one. We're starting with Vrabel. I really hope. This isn't done by Saturday night. I'm hoping we live till Sunday. I was just going to say we have to make them all Sunday, but it kind of all sucks on Sunday. So yeah. we're starting with the Titans. Uh, Lou, you said you know where you're going. I, I, I'm going to give Dan a second to recoup for me taking Mike Vrabel there. I'm looking at plus 650, baby. The New York football giant. <laughs> you wanted gusto, my friend. That's what you want? No, you as well. If, if you don't like it. No, we might as well. Okay, we might as well. It's gonna. We're gonna get. We're gonna get up there. It's gonna be a, up there. That's gonna be, be up there. I don't want to steal Dan's. Or unless it's. It is a four. It is a four o'clock game. So that's nice. You both got Washington money line. It's a thought, but I also have Carolina, who's ahead of them, and I like Carolina more. It's not a big number, but. I want something that's going to win. Yeah. Like, we got to win this. Right. And so I wait. like the Giants. I think the Giants, that's the only thing you can do. So, uh, I'm no, going to give see, you. I, 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 I kind of do like Carolina, Tennessee, Washington. I kind of like that, too. That feels, again, because again, the, the Giants, the Giants, Giants are own. so far out, right? Exactly. The Giants are so far on their own. And let's see, like, this could, this number is probably going to be big enough. To get us, to get us home, we need we need I mean, twelve and a half. We need tw- at least twelve fifty. Well, it's thirty to one on this parlay. Boom! So let's lock it in. All right, here that we go. Is <laughs> Titans plus two twenty five, Commanders plus two sixty, and the Carolina Panthers plus one sixty will get you Hail Mary twenty nine and a half to one. <laughs> 
plus twenty nine fifty. Where was this all year long? I Good know. I know. We got it. We have to throw the ultimate hail mary at the end of the year with the boys. That's that's. I just had to throw it out there. I clearly. I'm good at picking one. I'm really good at picking one. So I hope my one hits. You gotta believe. I can, gotta believe. I can get one. Wow. That that is an incredible, incredible parlay and a great way to end the season. So yeah, I'm I'm all in with that. I, I think that that's we, an we excellent, that, excellent we, just, we just made the year. Yep, you make the year doing that. So let's lock it in. We'll do it. Uh Commanders, Titans, and Panthers to finish it up. Twenty nine to one that's amazing um okay so with that being said lewis what is the narrative here going forward i can think of one right off my brain and i'm not gonna say it because in case you say it but this is the playoffs this is it remember last year you nailed it you nailed it last year with the raiders right i mean you nailed it you know we had that big discussion in that last game of the year Go back uh, to a game like that, or is there something else? Still, yeah, well, tied. I got a lot written down, fellas. <laughs> I got a lot written down. Um, I almost don't even want to say the first part. I, it's not the official bet. Um, and I really don't want to do it after what we just did with Jacksonville being minus six after four straight wins, four uh, straight covers. Last time they played Tennessee, they won by 14 points. Uh, yeah, that, um, but I, we're not going to say it. I, I want this money line. Just, didn't, I didn't hear you say that. No, I didn't say. It. I'll cut it after post. Yeah, I'll cut it. Um, <laughs> uh, Dan, you nailed it right on the head. I had to fool with you a little bit. I'm glutton for punishment. The New York Jets, baby. Let's yes. Go. Let's go. <laughs> All right. I'm gonna hold my nose. I'm not gonna believe it if they win. But let's go. I'm wearing the green. Let's get after it. But I also have one other thing I'd like to propose to you, gentlemen. Yeah. A snipe of the Green Bay Packers money line and the Detroit Lions plus four and a half gets you a plus four sixty three. I already put it in. I probably should have waited to see if the line moves. But if it goes the other way, (laughs) that's it. No, I think you're in the sweet spot of the snipe. We've always said this. This is this is a true. Right between that three and six, you can't you can't get more between three and six, four and a half, can you? So, no. <laughs> I think that we're right in that sweet spot. Yes, I I like it a lot. Listen, the first thing I had written the whole time was Green Bay, and then I had Buffalo minus seven, but we're not going to touch that because we don't know the situation with these teams. Uh, and then I had Jacksonville, but you guys are I don't want to be the bad juju on the team. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> Jets, and then we're sniping Green Bay money line, Detroit plus four and a half. Lock it in. Is there a more on brand pick, two picks, than that? Lose sniper pick, which he has nailed, has been money, especially on the primetime games. That's the point. Especially that, on the primetime games. There you go. Games. That's the point. Mm-hmm. 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 It's already in. That's juicy. That's the best I could. That's the best I could hope for. That's the best I could hope for. All right, well, gentlemen, it's been a pleasure. We'll be back next week for Super Wildcard Weekend. Can you believe it? We are here. Can't we? We 
have made. Can't. Well, I don't like when you say that. But I, I know, I know where that's coming from. But um, yeah, it's going to be great. I'm very, very excited. Uh, it's been a fantastic year. Both of you get the, basically a week off of watching football and just saying, "Hey, I got I have to worry about my team, this and that and the other." I have no idea what the deal is with my team and whether we can even get in the playoffs or can't can we play a game or what have you. Again, prayers to Demar Hamlin. Um, but looking forward to a unbelievable week eighteen, boys, and even more exciting playoffs. Godspeed. Godspeed. <laughs> Maybe that's the last the yeah. last thing to say now. I'm just, I you know, I was so looking forward to saying, you know, let's ride one more time, getting that Denver pick. And it didn't happen. And I know it's been it's been banned. I don't want to create any bad vibes on the show, but I feel like we need to ride one last time. How about you give me one? How about you just let one loose? You want me to give me yeah, Lewis, go ahead. No, no, no. He said you. No, I'm good. Oh, me. All right. I'll let it. I'll let it fly. For Matty Ice, Matty C. Matt Silver, and for Lemon Pepper Lou Paracone, our esteemed producer, I am Dan Zambano. Matty, I'm going to let it out. Big rallying cry for 2023. Let's ride, baby, into the playoffs. We'll see you next week. The Sunday Card Podcast is co-hosted and directed by Dan Zimpano, co-hosted by Matt Silbreth, and produced by Lou Paracone. You can listen to The Sunday Card on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Also listen to us on Sports Country Radio at sportscountry.net at 11 a.m., 3 p.m., and 5 p.m. on Saturdays, and again at 11.30 a.m. on Sundays. Follow us on Twitter for all of our picks throughout the regular season at The Sunday Card. And remember... If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. That's 1-800-GAMBLER.